Well, for those of you who uh, were not paying attention, I can't believe anybody would not have been, but for those few of you out there who are not paying attention to Yeshiva University men's basketball, the Maccabees, we were there last night in the Bronx when they went 13-1. Uh, and one. A 13-game winning streak is what they're on uh, as they continue to dominate the Skyline Conference. And one of the reasons I asked the uh, Coach Elliot Steinmetz, who's very busy every morning and I don't like bothering him, but I asked him to join me this morning because I like getting him on uh, before a big home game that I think uh, a lot of Jewish families out there uh, will find uh, entertaining and uh, will find to be a great event to go to, especially at the end of Yeshiva break. Uh, an event to go to with their family uh, this coming Saturday night. And, in fact, the Macs are home this Saturday night, beginning at 8.30 up at the Max Stern Athletic Center. And it is a great night to come out with family and friends and enjoy an amazing basketball team and a great experience, as I always call it, for the Jewish people. Coach Elliot Steinmetz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hey, good morning. Congratulations on a great win last night. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, well, two of the things that, of course, a coach always hopes for is uh, there should never, God forbid, be an injury, and we continue to pray for the health of your uh, athletes. And secondly, you stay out of foul trouble. And last night it looked like uh, no nobody was calling any fouls at all. It must make your job a lot easier. Yeah, it does. It's it's always good to uh, you know not have the pressure of having to you know take guys out you know because of things that are out of your control. So it's definitely uh, definitely a positive for us when we're able to keep our guys on the floor. Uh, yesterday, uh, you essentially at some point in the first half, I don't know how many you were up by at that point, because it was a 40-point 40, 40 victory last night. Uh, yesterday, you uh, replaced, uh, subbed out, I don't know, three, four players. It, it looked like your second team, so to speak, was on the court, and someone in the stands turns to me and says, well, you know, uh, th- they, they saw the first team, now let's welcome the second team. Do you sometimes get that feeling that, that when you put – your best bench players on the floor, you're basically putting another great first team out there? I think that's the case. I mean, we, we, we tell our guys that all year. It's, you know, especially it's tough for some of the guys who don't get as much playing time regularly. Uh, you know, every guy on our team is pretty much the best player on this high school team. So we, we have some pretty good players from number one through 16. Um, you know, what we're trying to do at this point is just kind of try and develop depth uh, as much as we can towards the end of the season and, you know, know that we have – a situation where there is foul trouble or, God forbid, an injury that we'll have other guys who have had game experience to be able to get a chance to go out and perform. You know, I wonder if you go through the same thing, because obviously you see stats, especially during halftime and things like that, but when we sit in the stands and and if if we would poll the people who are there watching the YU team, uh, you know, who the high scorer is right now, we're going to get three different opinions running through the entire. No one realizes you you wake up and all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking about obviously Terrell Leifer and and Simcha, the three who are most likely to be the high scorer, and you, you wake up and you don't you don't realize just how many uh, how many points you know one of them has accumulated over the game so far. Sometimes it happens really quick, and sometimes it happens kind of quietly too. And 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 it's true. You know, I, I think we probably have five guys that could you know maybe even six guys who could really lead us in scoring on any given night. Um, you know, and the way these guys share the ball and how unselfish they are. You know, I was watching film this morning. And, uh, you know, checking out some of the opportunities that guys were passing up to get better shots for a teammate, it, it lends to that. So none of these guys really care who leads them, you know, who leads the team in scoring. It's really for them just about winning. I was sitting with a couple of YU basketball legends last night, and they basically said to me, what you guys did to Maritime last night is exactly what Maritime and other teams used to do to them 30 years ago. 
Uh, the inside game, they were always smaller. Even if they were taller, they were never as built in, this, in the type of shape that a team like Maritime is in. Uh, I mean, the tables have, you know, we, you and I always talk about the different era that you're in now and this incredible run that you're on. I mean, it's, it's sort of like the tables have turned. You're sitting at the top of this conference, and if you look at the numbers, if you look at the records, there's nobody close to you guys. Yeah, there's some good teams in the conference. There definitely are. Uh, you know, I think we're in a good place right now from you know recruiting standpoint. We were able to get in a few classes in a row of, of really good players, and, and obviously we have a little bit of size, especially for a Skyline team. Uh, but most importantly, we have guys that are just unselfish and are really just bought in to what we're trying to do, and, and they perform that way. They're they're just really good. It's fun to watch as a coach, too. Yeah, <laughs> you don't always look like that, but all right. I'll take your word for it that you're enjoying it. <laughs> uh, uh, am I right that four years ago when you – is it four or five years at this point? This is my sixth uh, six season, so, so five, I guess five years ago. So, so am I right that five years ago you didn't nearly have the number of fans on the road that you're getting now, or am I just, you know, because I'm showing up to more games, I'm just assuming that's the case. No, you're you're right. It's it's on the road and, and at home, too. I think, uh, you know, I think those first couple of years, um, people kind of like trickle in to check out what was going on. And, you know, it was, uh, it, it was an interesting um, kind of evolution of, of you know, not not just how many people started showing up, but also kind of the um, the mannerisms of the fan and the confidence level of the fans that we've had in our gym, where they've gone from uh, you know a situation where we you know where they're kind of expecting you know a, a lead to go away, right. to a situation where we could be down and they're cheering like we're ahead because they're just expecting us to come back. I'll so it's, uh, it's been a cool evolution to watch. I mean, I mean, if you, I, I don't know if you even pay attention to what's going on in the stands, but I mean, a game like last night, I, I'm, I'm saying to myself, you know, look who's showing up to this game. What is it, the Skyline Conference Final? You know, when 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 all, all the uh, you know the front runners all of a sudden come out of the woodwork, it's amazing that people of uh, of note and and you know and people from our community are, are are coming out and enjoying the game. On that topic, Mr. Elliot Steinmetz. And this is why I asked you to join me this morning, um, uh, more than anything else, although I do, do love speaking to you after victories. Uh, this coming Saturday night, yeah, you, have to, you have to agree with me that it's an amazing family night out. It's a fantastic atmosphere. It's a great opportunity for people to see a great team and to really see Yeshiva University at its best. 8.30 p.m. this coming Saturday night, Max Stern Athletic Center, a great home game. Your players, when they were here a couple of weeks ago, they, they basically said to me, that they do consider this game on the tougher side. So the chances of seeing a, a much closer game than last night uh, obviously are greater. Um, so first, tell me, do you agree with me it's a great family night out? And secondly, do you anticipate a really tough game? I, I agree on both. Uh, it, you know, I think it's always a fun night out. Any night of the week, Saturday nights are certainly the best. And my understanding, from what I've been told, uh, we're expecting a pretty big crowd Saturday night. Woo! A lot of people are back from... Yeah, no sure, winter right, break, right, and right. Um, you know, are planning to come with families and kids. You know, because schools are still for the most part on vacation for another few days. So we're expecting a pretty big crowd Saturday night. Uh, it is a lot of fun, and definitely a good family atmosphere. And we are playing a really good team. You know, the Merchant Marine Academy uh, seems to be competitive every single year. They uh, they've beaten some good teams already this year. They have you know they have some size. They're well coached. They're they're always tough. I, I don't think I've ever, from the time I was a player, you know, through the time as a coach, I'm not sure I've ever had an easy game with them. Wow. All right. So we have a lot to look forward to Saturday night. Uh, I, the players did confirm, I don't know how much of the interview you saw uh, when they were here, your co-captains, 
uh, Donnie Katz and Simcha Halper, but they did sort of confirm that Saturday night can be a little bit woozy. It could be a, a difficult night to play. I know the other team also is playing pretty late, 8.30 p.m., but they didn't, you know, they didn't have Shabbos and a big lunch and all that. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Do, do, I think I've asked you this before. Do you get that feeling sometimes on a Saturday night that it's a rough start? I do. I think it's the first few minutes, just trying, you know, trying to get into it. It's a routine thing, you know. Our, our guys generally have a shoot around in the afternoon of the game, and obviously, being a Saturday night, they're not going to have that. And it's just, you know, Shabbos is a different, just a different kind of day for us, yeah. as everybody knows. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think that lends to just a break in routine, which you know, I think uh, first few minutes, maybe even you know, a little bit of the first half, sometimes it's kind of just feeling our way out. But the truth is, you know, and I tell the guys all the time, if you play defense, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Stay between them and the basket, and uh, half the problems will be alleviated. Uh, uh, and you know, as fans, you know you, Mr. Steinmetz, you, I, you, I'm sure have no choice but to give me the traditional one game at a time routine. But you know, as fans who are watching this streak and praying that Yeshiva University is acknowledged nationally for the way that they are developing in Division Three basketball, you know that we as fans have the 30th of January circled on our calendar. Because it's very possible that that game against Purchase might be the most difficult game of the season. And obviously, if you win that game, uh, we might be seeing uh, notoriety for YU that we've never seen before. So I know, I know, it's one game at a time. I got the whole routine. But give me something about that last game in January. Anything you can tell us? Yeah, I mean, listen, Purchase is having a great year so far. And, and, they're, and they're very good. I'm, I'm very glad that that game's at home. Um you know, I think it is a big game. You know, again, I, I think it's, it's the end of next week, I believe. Right. right. We have a few Thursday night, that, like right. you said. Right. But, no, I think it will be a big game just in terms of conference standings and, and certainly nationally because I think they're going to have a good chance to be regionally ranked purchase. Uh, so, you know, it could be uh, potentially a, a, you know, a strong situation for us if we're able to win that game. All right. We hope to be at all of them. I'll tell you, and we're encouraging our listeners to do the same, taking great pride in Yeshiva University basketball, representing not only YU, but the Jewish people on the basketball court in such an amazing way. Last night, a 38-point victory on the road. It looked like with about five minutes left, you were ready to admit, okay, I think I think we're going to win, guys. That's what it seemed like to me. You were finally resigned to the fact that it looks like you're about to put a victory uh, on, on, the, uh, on the board. And uh, hopefully you'll have the same type of results on Saturday night, and we look forward to seeing you. And by the way, Coach, based on based on the way you're talking about the crowds coming this Saturday night, it sounds like you're giving a little warning to those of us who are regulars to get there as early as possible for the game on Saturday night. So don't wait till eight thirty to walk in, folks. Right? Yeah, I, I think that would be uh, a smart move to probably get there <laughs> a little bit early. Elliot, you're great. Congratulations again. Keep it going. We're watching this streak and having a lot of fun. Thanks, Nachman. I appreciate it. Elliot Steinmetz is coach of the University of Maccabees. 13-1, everybody. 13 in a row. And this coming Saturday night, you could be there for what hopefully will be number 14 in a row against the United States Merchant Marine Academy. Tough ball players, we're told. Starting at 8.30 p.m. at the Max Stern Athletic Center up at Yeshiva University in Washington Heights. And if I'm there late, save me a seat because it sounds like it's going to be a packed crowd this coming Saturday night. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, Thursday morning edition of JMN.